All right. I check, check, I'm good. So I'm Max Ron. Max, Max Ron. CWB Association Wealthy Podcast. Pod, pod, podcast. Today we have a really cool guest. Wealthy Podcast. The show is about to begin. So I'm Max Ron. Uh, this is a first edition of our CWB Association Welding Podcast. Uh, today we have a really cool guest that I've known for a little while now, more through the internet than in person, but that has been becoming more and more until COVID happened anyways, then kind of everything got slowed down in the person-to-person stuff. But I got Kevin Raw. Roy Raw. Re- okay, you say it. It's, it's yeah, Kevin Raw. <laughs> So like, Just the, like the goalie, like the goalie, I was going to ask. Yeah. So like that, you know, everyone kind of knows uh, who that is. So, so Kevin raw. Hua. All right. I got a weird Spanish name. Yeah. So as long as you, tr- yeah, as long as you try, I'm okay with that. I appreciate it. All right, man. Well, thanks for being on the show today. Um, the reason I picked you is because uh, with this podcast, what I'm trying to do here is trying to get some connections that are not the standard connections that welding has always been. And I think you're a good example of that. You've uh, you've been welding for a few years and you also have a pretty good online following. And I think that's something that uh, people coming up are interested in. So let's start a little bit with uh, what do you do? Like how long you've been welding? Uh, you know, where what, what's your main gig now? Um, I've been welding for almost 15 years now, professionally, and um, I, I guess I would consider myself a do-everything kind of welder. Um, you know, whether I'm doing a stainless handrail or I'm welding pipe or I'm doing repair work, I, I'm pretty fortunate that where I work, uh, every day is a new day. Yeah, do you do a lot of maintenance and stuff at, the, at where you work? Yeah, a lot of maintenance and uh, repair is kind of the main gig. We kind of pride ourselves on doing grain elevator uh, builds and 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 maintenance. But um, I would say we don't turn down an opportunity. Yeah, and you know those are really fun shops. I've worked in shops like that before, and and you're kind of learning new stuff all the time, and and you kind of have to think on your feet because sometimes you just don't have a clue what uh, what you're getting into, but you know it's got to get done, right? Yeah, there's there's a saying. It's like the the best way to get a job done is to get started. <laughs> yeah, it's like when I, I used to work in a shop, <laughs> big drawing packages is like thirty pages, and you catch a guy just standing there looking at the prints. It's like, uh, you know, maybe we should just pick a spot and start because like this is gonna take forever to look at. And and you're right, sometimes you just gotta get going. Yeah, definitely start small. You know, find the smaller parts. Uh, those parts go on to bigger parts and those big parts get assembled into bigger things. So that's the way I usually do it. Right on. And one of the things that's really fun about what's going on in your career is that you take a lot of pictures and you put a lot of stuff up on Instagram and, and on the internet. And, and we were talking a little bit before the show started here about kind of, you know, the, the gig that you got going on and it's, it's quite cool. And you were saying that one of the, best reasons or one of the one of the good reasons that you love about having this instagram uh, community is that there's a people you can reach out to to uh to ask questions yeah definitely and and i'm very fortunate that my employer um lets me do that and share my work 
um, when I first started out, I followed the big welding pages, of course, and um, I saw a lot of inspirational things, but, you know, you're kind of left sitting there staring at pretty rainbow welds, but eventually I thought maybe I could reach out to some of these people. Like my, my stainless TIG and my aluminum TIG really wasn't, you know, up to snuff. So I reached out to the guys that, that were getting featured and sure enough, I got answers and, and then I could ask for help. And now I feel like, like my welding has progressed. I've grown and, and now I get those messages. So I, I, I do my best to help those guys out as well. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, I've really noticed that in, in my almost 30 years of welding now, there was always this communication. You hear the old guard saying, well, there's no community in welding. Where's the community gone? And it's like, no, dude, the community's out there. Like, I mean, people are still connected. Welders love to show off. And welders, welding is a hard gig, right? So, like, you got to, you got like, what do they say? You got to have the heart of an artist, the hands of a surgeon, and the eyes of, a, of an eagle. I don't know. There's, like, some cool saying about welding like that. And it's and it's true, right? Like uh, you got to have these skills, and we we're proud of the work we do when we do good work. Yeah, definitely. I I hundred percent agree with that. There's a lot of pride in what what welders do, um, because it's not just you know. And I'm I'm not knocking any other trade, but welding is is unique where you have to use your hands, you have to use your mind, and you're always thinking on your toes. So when you put out that that work it's kind of, it's you it's it's your signature and and you can't say you know i didn't do that well, what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you see the guy in the shop carrying the grinder you're like oh <laughs> yeah when it's the seven inch you know something went bad <laughs> we were just talking about that at work we just threw out a bunch of seven inch discs it's like who even uses seven inch grinders anymore and it's like well people that make mistakes <laughs> <laughs> yeah those who got a lot of grinding to do yeah man so when you started welding your kid coming up you're working you were doing your shops you probably pulled mig somewhere and you know did the normal things that people do at what point did you think that hey you know what i'm gonna start taking pictures uh on instagram and putting things up or, or kind of was it always part of how you just live uh, it wasn't really part of, of anything when I was coming up that actually I'm kind of a rare case where I got a job literally the weekend after I left school and I'm still working there now. Oh yeah. You've been so at the same shop the whole time. That's, that's right. Yeah. So a lot of guys bounce around, which is, which is completely cool. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. I've just, I've never said no to an opportunity where I work. So if it was getting tickets, uh, if it was switching it up a little bit, maybe trying, you know, more site work versus more shop work. But if I'm honest, 75% um, of my welding these days is MIG. Mm -hmm. I am a MIG monkey at heart. <laughs> well, and so, it's necessary, right? Um, absolutely. I mean, it's quick. Uh, if it's big, feed it the MIG. That's what they say, and it, it's true. Yeah, it's always like the "Would you rather?" Right? You get caught up on that on the other end. Like, would you rather sticker sticker TIG? It's like, oh, okay, would you rather? But you know, at the end yeah. of the day, we all know that if you want to make money, it's going to be on MIG. Yeah, definitely. And you kind of mentioned about uh, Instagram. Um, 
that's only been in the last couple years uh, because I kind of felt like we talk about community. Uh, I kind of felt disconnected myself because I didn't have anyone showing me uh, what to do. I didn't have somebody above me saying, well, you should try this, you should try this. And, and the shop I was, well, I am working at, uh, started taking on bigger projects, more stainless, more aluminum, and I needed to step it up. So how do I do that? Who's going to teach me? YouTube can only take you so far. <laughs> you know, most of us welders, visual learners, but when you can reach out to someone, ask those questions and they answer you back, that's how you can grow. And, and that's kind of how I've grown. And that is a thing too, you know, like people will say, well, you can just get your education off YouTube or, or something like that. But in all honesty, a lot of the stuff on YouTube is not real good, you know, and a lot of it's the, it's not great. And a lot of it's the same. You're like, how many times can you see a guy run this bead 50 different ways on 50 different machines? Um, sometimes you just want someone to just say, look, just tweak here, tweak there, you know, and, and the only way you can do that is to show your weld. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and there, there are those guys out there that, that, Pride takes over and, and, you know, some people are rude, but you know, that's, it just comes with the territory. Uh, I've been turned down a few times, but that's exactly it. You know, I'll, I'll even take videos of myself after hours and this is what I'm doing. These are my settings. This is what I'm getting. And then you have those guys that say, okay, well, maybe turn it down, maybe speed it up. It's like, just like an instructor would in a booth. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of what I like about it. So have you been able to uh, capitalize on any of your internet fame? Have you ever, have you, like you got the hat on? Did you get any weld porn gear? You got any, have you, like, I know that's, the, that's a lot of part of it is the swag, right? Oh, definitely. Um, you know, just sharing my work. Uh, I've got companies that reach out to me and, and, that's not what I got in it for. That's for sure. But it's nice. You know, I got the, I got the CK worldwide shirt on. I got the wildlife hat on. I do have wild porn gear. Um, I was fortunate enough to get uh, a boot sponsorship, uh, for a little while there, which they gave me two good pairs of boots. So things do come again. It's not, it's not what you should go for. If it comes along, that's great. And I've learned that it's not, you know, you can't show off this weld and then boom, you're a sponsored welder. Yeah. And sponsorship comes with its own different ball game, which yeah. right now I'm more than happy to just represent, you know, those guys that support me and that's about it. And you know, that's uh that's a big part of the community, like we keep talking about, of welding, is that uh I got some sponsorships on the go too and I have for a while and and people have asked me even with my work because my work i i'm not a guy who's only worked one job i've bounced around and kind of whenever a new opportunity presents itself i'm like man let's do it that looks super challenging and fun which has taken me all over the world doing crazy gigs right a lot of the people will ask me like well how did you do that and how did you do that how'd you get that opportunity and it's like man it's people you know it's the connections you make it's it's the things you do and there's no price on that and you know if a company wants to send you a couple shirts to wear awesome because you're promoting them like you're helping them out and they're helping you out it's not just all about dollar bills it's it's you know it's it's about being out there and, and helping everybody out we're all in it together 
and uh, it's pretty fun, right? Oh, I definitely, definitely agree on that one. And it's a, it's a mutual respect and a mutual support. And sometimes it's not what you know, it's who you know. That's, that's a big thing, mm -hmm. big thing in the game. But it's, uh, you've got your skills. It, where are you going to put them? And, and how are you going to use those? So now... Now you you say you do a lot of MIG work. I mean, everyone has to. It's part of life. Um, if you had a chance to open up your own shop, like right now, tomorrow, here's two million dollars. You can go start your own shop. Would you do what you do now, or would you want to get into something else or some type of niche? What's kind of like? Where do you see Kevin in twenty years when you got you know bucket loads of cash and and you're looking to <laughs> to settle settle down here? Yeah, the bucket loads of cash is, is where you got to... I just need a small million to start out. Um, I honestly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't close myself off to any opportunities or any side of the things, uh, side of welding that, you know, I might not like the most. Because listen, after that small million, what else is coming? You got to keep the doors open. Uh, but I'm, I'm really into the more uh, artistic side, the more finicky side, the more, um, I don't know. I, I want to say fancy, but fancy is a good word. The eye of the beholder, I guess. Yeah. So, you know, doing fancy stainless handrail, doing uh, art projects, doing, you know, I just, I like more focused things. I like more refined things. I can still fix a dozer. I can still, you know, throw a bucket together, but I'd rather do the other stuff. Yeah. A little and easier on the body. It is. A little it is. nicer on the mind. Yeah. And then you get to think a little bit more, get a little bit more creative. And, you know, we had this talk, I think, last year when we were at a, at a CWB association meeting where you have a pretty artistic mind. You do some really pretty things. And I, I'm, I'm not built that way, really. Like, I, I'm more of a industrial thinker. It's just the way I was raised in, in the welding trades. I can make something pretty if you give me the blueprint for it to be pretty type of thinking. <laughs> but I don't really have the creative mind. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like having that artistic ability in welding, there's a lot of people that are really uh, monetizing on that or just even just having a nice little side gig of being able to do things. You know, I've had some students get into some weird little niche businesses just out of their garage and uh, they're doing pretty good, man. And, you know, it's like they say, this is the, this is the future. We're in the 2020s. Everyone needs a side hustle now. You don't, uh, you don't just have your main job. You got to have a hustle or else you're not going to get ahead, you know? And, uh, man, I look at your stuff with the stainless, the little flowers you make. Oh man, I could never have the patience to do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Um, I remember speaking to you about it too. <laughs> And, um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where I used to make them, you know, a whole different version of them really, I don't know. Now I look at them and I say they're terrible. I show them to my family. They say they're awesome, but I, I started getting on Instagram and seeing what people were doing and how they were doing it. And I was like, well, you know what? I can do that. Let's try that. And yeah, my roses and my lilies have progressed and. I've made succulents now, so I'm, I'm still progressing that. And now that I have my wilder at home and I have the tools at home, uh, it's just finding time, you know, family work and side hustle balance is, is where you got to 
you gotta find that balance yeah and you know uh it was an exciting day for you when you got your new welder your unboxing uh video was pretty fun <laughs> there you you were like just dancing in circles around the thing it was awesome yeah yeah i've uh i've been trying to win a welder on instagram since i got <laughs> on there and you know i just had to pull the trigger like okay enough of this it's not luck i gotta go out i gotta i gotta buy it myself and let's see where this goes and you know, not saying too much, but it's paid for itself already. So, so I'm quite happy about that. That's awesome. Well, how old are you? I'm 35. Oh, so you're not even that young. I thought I was talking to a young man. <laughs> no, I act young. The straight brim hat and uh, you know the happy-go-lucky attitude. But you know, I've got a I've got a small family here, and it's it's been it's been a trip. Yeah, I know that's good. It's good gig and. You know, just thinking about you and your tools, like I just picked up a new drill drill press for my little shop, and it's uh, it's just feels good to have your tools around you, and uh, you know, especially when you love what you do, you you, you can go work and and you're welding industrial for eight uh, eight ten twelve hours, and you're tired, but every now and then you get out to the garage and you just have some like a me time with uh, with your tools, and two hours later something cool pops out of it, and you know you're like, wow, that's neat. I didn't even think I was doing that. Yeah, absolutely. That's the big thing. And welding's a passion, you know, like I went to mechanic school for two years and I thought that was my thing, but I had a project car, I'd go wrenching and then come home and would not want to wrench anymore. So <laughs> I kind of leaned towards welding after that, but I, I never get tired of welding. There's always something different to do or something different to try. And having the tools at home is, is, is huge. And it's funny because now people see what I can do. People see what I post. They see that I have my own stuff and I get calls like, Hey, I got a bunch of scrap at the house. I'm going to throw out. You want to come check it out? I, I don't need to check it out. Throw it in the truck, bring it over. because <laughs> I'll find a use for it. Yeah, that's so true. I just got into that pitfall this summer where I knew a couple guys working out on farms and they started asking me, do you want any of this old spring steel? <laughs> uh, like, yeah, man, I got like a backyard. I probably got 400 pounds of spring steel in my backyard now. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. I can make a lot of cool stuff out of it. All right, Absolutely. so we're at, we're at the halfway point of the show here. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back with Kevin here. We're going to be uh, continuing on this interview, so just hold on tight. The CWB Group is Canada's National Welding Certification Organization. We're pleased to offer welder testing at our state-of-the-art facility in Nisku. We provide welders the opportunity to practice for and take a CSA W47.1 welder qualification test. Book your welder qualification test with Canada's welding experts. Give us a call today at 1-800-844-6790 or visit us online at cwbgroup.org to book your training or testing slot. The CWB Group. We are welding. All right, we're back here with Kevin Raw. Uh, probably said that wrong again, but that's all right. You probably have that all the time. Uh, we've been talking on this show about, uh, you know, kind of the paths and where you're at. Now, going forward, you got any kind of things on the on your minds at your shop? You've been there a long time. You, uh, you supervisor, foreman, you thinking maybe someday having your own gig or buying this one or, you know, I know the, I know the man you work for. It's a cool place. Been around a long time, so... Yeah, it's, um, I don't know, it's, uh, I'm, I've reached kind of the top of where I am. I'm, you know, the upper crust of the employees kind of deal. And uh, I do help out wherever I can. It's, it, I'm kind of in a weird place where, you know, I'm 35 years old. Um, 
you kind of start, I'm not saying midlife crisis because I'm too young for that. Are you kidding you me? Look, I had like three by then. <laughs> you start looking at things a little bit differently and, and it's every welder's dream to have their own gig. Um, and lots of opportunities have come up, you know, end of last year, beginning of this year. And then COVID came and put a stop to everything yeah. and, and more than everything, things I didn't think about COVID affected. So I'm kind of still in a weird place, but I'm happy where I am right now. And, and I make a really good wage and I get to do something different every day. So something else comes of that. That's great. If not, I've been dabbling a little bit, you know, in the fancier things, like I've been saying, mm -hmm. and you know, that could lead somewhere one day. So I'm happy with that too. That's all good. And, you know, we touched on COVID there and that's something that, you know, it's definitely a conversation. So in, in your work, how was your shop since March? Things slow, fast, the same, up and down. You guys floating, like everything's all right? Um, things are okay. Um, like everybody else, when that hit, uh, we weren't sure day to day what was happening. News was changing every day. And, uh, unfortunately, uh, we did have to do some layoffs, and I was fortunate to still keep working. Um but the bigger companies that we were doing work for, they had to shut down. They had to shut down sites and um, that kind of slowed us down quite a bit. And it was touch and go for a while, but things have definitely picked up now. We've brought some guys back uh, and I mean, it's we diversified. It's not saying no to an opportunity. So if something came in the door, let's figure out how we're doing it and let's do it. Yeah, let me tell you, man, I've been hearing that across all the industry that I've been talking to. You know, uh, adversity creates diversity, so things are tough. And, uh, well, the good shops with the smart guys and the hard workers, they find they find the work. You know, they find things that need to be done. And uh, the thing about steel, it is, it's never going away, right? And yeah. that's, that's one of the beautiful things about our trades. One of the things I'm always preaching about when I'm out there with young guys is, like, I've never been unemployed, like, really – I've been really, really, I don't know if it's lucky because our job is not really that lucky. It's hard-ass work, but, you know, I'm happy to be in this line of work because it's worked out for me. And, like, look at me now. I'm getting paid to talk on a microphone. Like, what the heck? Like, how did I go from being a welder to this, you know? And I still weld. You're, you're getting paid for this? Man, I, are you kidding me? Everywhere I go, money falls. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I'm going to need a CWB shirt after. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know, I think I can maybe make that happen. You wear hats. I think maybe hat uh, hat can come your way. Absolutely. <laughs> no, it's, it's great to hear that. And, and you are right. It's when you have a skilled trade, there's going to be a need for it. You know, sometimes you got to be patient. Sometimes you got to put yourself out there, but it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. Now, what do you, uh, what do you think about what's happening with like uh, testing and CWB and all that stuff, do you feel like you uh, are part of the community with CWB? Do you feel like they're just a testing place? You know, it's it's curious on my end to see kind of what people's opinions are of the Canadian Welding Bureau. You know, well, really, up until the last couple of years, and maybe this tied into Instagram and and me kind of connecting with you in the local community. Uh, I didn't really feel that connected and it was just basically, uh, I have to get certified, you know, uh, tester is going to come in, you're going to do your stuff. 
And you need these tickets to basically do any kind of structural steel in Canada. So it was just about testing, but now that it's kind of progressing and, and I got to meet with some of your guys, it's, I kind of get the community feeling. We still have some work to do in like bringing guys together. Cause some guys still feel like, Oh my God, like, Oh, he works for that company. This is a competition. Like, why am I here? Like, I don't like these guys, but <laughs> I, I'm kind of on the other sense of things. Like, yeah, we have competing companies, but we're all welders and we can kind of relate and, and move past that. Yeah. And you know, we, we, there's more than enough work for everyone because every shop's got their own gig, right? Like, I mean, I've, I've worked closely with big companies like Brandt and, and I've worked with smaller companies that are coming right out of the, right out of the dirt, basically with just a couple employees. At the end of the day, there's enough room for everybody, you know, and, and yeah, there's exactly, there's, there's lots of work out there and, you know, we don't, we don't all do the same kind of work and we don't all do it the same. So, I mean, we, we can all eat, we can all sit at the table. <laughs> you bet, man, you bet. And eat some uh, wings and beers, man. I'm missing going for <laughs> beers and wings. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's like even now even now when you go out it's weird it's not it's not the same and you know that's okay that's okay because you know things are happening and things change and and even like if you look at the welding world from when i started i started welding in 1993 what the like i mean god that's a long time ago 93 was my (laughs) first year welding uh to to welding today it's a whole new world and you just keep up with it and you just keep moving with it and you know what the real world changes too so we'll adapt and we'll do what we got to do and and it is what it is so it's it's all positivity everything i see out there all the all the right people are thinking about the future and changing what they got to change right yeah i like that you said that that it's it's constantly changing and you got to keep up you got to you got to look out for those you know the new technology or or how this is progressing because you know we're not all just burning jet rod anymore <laughs> you know we're not all in a big smoky shop it's yeah Things, things are progressing, like even even in the whole, you know, pulse and and cold metal transfer, you know, SST, all these things. It's just all brand new and, and it's exciting. Yeah, that Feronius meeting was crazy. I, I still think yeah. about that, man. Yeah, I uh, yeah, it was nuts. It was it was so cool seeing that technology and meeting all the guys there. Yeah, and that's something I really want to get going here, too, because, like, I mean, I've been blessed. I've been able to go down to Cleveland to the Lincoln uh the school down there and take their private training at Lincoln and man, it is nuts too. Like the, the things that are going out there, machines that we can't afford. So we'll never see them in our normal lives, but they're sitting in some research center, you know, it's like a hundred thousand dollar machine, you know, putting on the helmet and getting to play with that stuff. It's cool. And that's kind of what I want the association to be a part of, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, it's, it's inspirational, right? So if you can, if you can have at least one person go check it out and that person shares their story, with the local guys like hey you know not right now but maybe one day and here's what i can show you yeah so like you got yourself an everlast welder i'm gonna ask how do you like it so far uh not sponsored this is not no, a sponsor, i know i know just I, I, I see it behind you so i gotta ask <laughs> man yeah i actually i love it um i've only used it in a 110 outlet i've never popped a breaker i've done some stick welding with it i've done some tigging with it on uh, DC and it's been really good. I don't have any complaints thus far. I haven't used it on AC and I've heard that sometimes you get a little hot, you get the amps up and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, 
We'll see. We'll see. I can't. I can't speak on AC yet. Yeah, no, that's good because it's it's part of that new tech, right? Like I, I bought myself a little toy over the summer too, but it was a little bit weirder adventure because I'm a weird guy. But uh, when I was at Fabtech last year, I seen all these little new Chinese companies coming up, and they're coming up big, right? And I wrote down the name of one of them because they had lots of cool little machines that I was like, "There's no way these things are all just hype." And I bought one, and it was like. 250 bucks or something 280 bucks shipped from china to my house and it's lift tig lift arc tig and stick up to 250 amps and it weighs three pounds yeah i've seen those they they made their rounds on instagram there like a, a lot of people youtubed about them too yeah. and so I've been burning mine I, I, all summer, man, and it's kept up. Although I run it on 240. Like, I got to run it on 240. On 110, it ain't so good. But on 240, yeah. man, I burnt rod after rod. I've been, like, trying to flip it, trying to see if I can break it. <laughs> well, for 250 bucks, it's an experiment, right? And uh, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. still going. It's I've been like, man, technology is nuts. You know, and I think it's awesome because, you know, if, if you're a young kid and you can go out and buy a welder now for 250, 300 bucks, and this thing is actually going to be pretty solid, you know, you can sit in your backyard and make brackets and sell them. You can go make tables. You can make hangers. You can supplement your income with a simple skill and a cheap little machine. And I think that's awesome. Yeah, definitely awesome. Like, you know, I, I picked this Everlast 200 DV because of its options and its affordability. Because I know what I'm going to be doing. I know what I want to be getting into. But you're absolutely right. Like, for 250 bucks, you can't lose. Even if you're just interested in welding and you want to get into it, why not? Why not? So how often do you think someone reaches out to you on, on the internet to be like, hey, Kevin, uh, what do you think about this? Like, I notice a lot of people ask you about, think about stainless. You seem to be feeling a lot of questions about that. Um, I Almost daily. I You know, it's, it's a community and people check in on you. You check in on people, but... I usually get at least one question a day about how I do things or how I would tackle something. And, you know, I, I do not mind answering and I'm not always right, but I'll share my experiences. If I don't know, I will point you to a guy that might know. <laughs> you know like, I feel like I'm that but, second guy a lot. Cause I'm, I don't think I'm that approachable, but uh, people that know me aren't scared of me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, on the stainless kind of side of things, um, it's just people see the pictures I post and not a lot of guys post the failures and, and I'm guilty of that. You know, I post the, the hot weld, but I usually got help from somebody to get it there. And now that I've figured out my own way of doing it or tweaking it a little bit, I just share that, that side of thing, that knowledge. So it's not that I'm, I'm the expert, yeah. but I'll point you in the right direction. And you don't do a lot of live feeds. Like, you know, you know, our buddy Chris there, uh, I think he's out in Yorkton. Man, that guy puts up like hour long time lapse work jobs. You know, it's crazy. The videos he puts up, you're more of a yeah. still picture. You got more of a, you know, you're kind of a photographer. You kind of get fancy in there. Yeah. You got your tags in there. Yeah. We're speaking about uh, Chris Paytes out yeah. of Weyburn. Yeah. Weyburn, yeah. Very, very skilled guy. Very skilled welder technologist. Um, from what I understand, he's got a bit of his own gig going on there. So he can set up the cameras. He can kind of get those things moving. Uh, my shop where I work is kind of <laughs> fast paced. And, yeah. you know, you, you don't want to be that guy with your phone out taking pictures all the time. You know, not everybody's doing it. You don't want everybody doing it. I get that. So if I can get a few shots, a few before and afters, that's what I can do. 
Um, and again, maybe more in the future with my welder at home, I can get into that. I did a few live feeds uh, when I was making roses and lilies. And I had all of uh, three or four people drop in and most of them told me off. So <laughs> that kind of that kind of turned me off for the minute, but we'll see. Yeah, man, the trolls you can't you can't get can't can't do no. anything about it. I did that webcast series for CWB. I got a lot of cool responses, but I got some ugly emails too, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't like I don't get it. I don't get it. Like let's you don't gotta you don't gotta tear people down. Keep it positive. You don't and it's the old saying, but if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. Yeah, right? or, or if it's something not nice, at least explain why. Like, what are you freaking out about? You know? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I mean, like people message me for help on the daily. I got haters on the daily. And usually I, I ask questions and I turn it into a positive thing. And usually I ask them, like, where's your hate coming from? So oh, I'm a pipe welder <laughs> from Australia. And I we never do that. It's like, Cool. I, I'm from yeah. I'm from Canada, and I just this is what I do. <laughs> I had an instructor from another college once call me out and be like, "I don't like the way you teach." It's like, well, I don't know. Like, uh, no one really showed me how to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I get it. All right, man. Well, that's a half an hour. That's it. Like, I mean, that was super fun. Uh, what did you think? Yeah, we, good experience. I, it was a great experience like that. That went by super quick. Let's go an hour. Let's do another one. <laughs> well, you know what I did say to them? Like, I want to have recurring people because this is going to get out there. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to say this to the people that are going to be listening to the podcast. Ask your questions with these podcasts going up. There's going to be all the Instagram tags and the, and the online connections. So, you know, reach out to Kevin, reach out to me. And if you got questions or if there's more stuff you want to know about Kevin, ask it up and maybe we can set up another show Uh I want this to be a communal space. This is going to be on YouTube too. And we're going to be hitting up all the podcast channels. So in the next month or so, we should be rolling with lots of different editions. I got a few more people coming up already invited and, and booked. So it should be pretty fun. Yeah, this was great. And I, I like where it's going and yeah, don't hesitate to reach out to me, whatever you need. I'll uh, do my best. Awesome, man. Well, thanks a lot, Kevin. And I'll talk to you soon, man. Thank you. We hope you enjoy the show. Bye.